Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Yeah. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for over a decade now, plus some. <laughs> That's a better way to say that. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be more professional mm. as we move forward in this podcast journey. Oh, yeah? Not the YouTube channel. No. Just the podcast journey. Okay. So, yes. I have some stories to share with everyone and like doing what I do. And you and you like doing what you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought you were using like as a filler and like doing what I do. I was like, what? <laughs> My name's Riley. I worked in the service industry for a little bit, but I do enjoy watching people at bars. Yes. So what we do here on this podcast is we read, we read stories off the internet, usually Reddit, and we discuss bar stories from the perspective of the bartender or the Patreon that was at that bar. Patron. Patron. Patreon is our support channel. Yeah. Patron. Patron. Patron is a person at the bar. Yes. Spending money. Yes. Creating crazy fucking stories because they're drunk. Sometimes. Most times. Yes. Most of the time <laughs> crazy stories do happen because somebody is drunk. But most of the time you don't have patrons making crazy decisions. Most of the time. You're insane because I see that all the time. Oh, yeah. Not really. but I, Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we then rate the story one through five, one being an average story, and then five being a unique situation that we've never heard or seen. We almost had a five. Almost. He did not want us to say it was a five. So, fuck <laughs> you, Steve. I don't think it was a five because, like, I mean, it was close, but I'm sure there are wilder stories. Out I'm there. used to saying, I'm used to you saying it, it's close, but. <laughs> you just see. Damn it. All right. So, what are we drinking today? All uh, the regrets? Yeah. I'm drinking a Godfather. And how did you make that Godfather? I used Dalwini scotch yep. and an ounce of Di Serrano. Two ounces of scotch? Yes. Cool. I am doing a sidecar using the Remy Martin 1734. I believe cognac with lemon juice, concho, and I did put a little bit of simple syrup in there because I didn't want to put sugar on the rim of my glass. Because that would have required you to go upstairs and get sugar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so here we are. Cheers, love. Tink. Mm. So yes, we enjoy drinking on this podcast about bartenders because it's fun. Yep. And I hate my liver. <laughs> so... I'm just going to go ahead and start with my story. Okay. What's it called? It is called Customer Request Bad Shot. So this was submitted. Re- oh, okay. Customer Request Bad Shot. So this is submitted on our subreddit. We do have a subreddit. So whatever podcast platform or YouTube channel you're watching this on, you can go to the details, see that we have a subreddit and submit your own story like this wonderful gentleman did. His uh, comprehensive six or the, his username is comprehensive. Sign 69. And 
Yeah, so go ahead and submit it, and then we'll read it on our podcast and review it and have fun with it. So, hi, Carl and Riley. First of all, thank you for you for a great YouTube channel podcast. I'm a keen follower of both. This is my first ever post on Reddit and wanted it to be to to you. I know, right? Like so uh, sweet. I almost cried a little bit. (laughs) You're not capable. From reading a bit of this app, I'll start with a disclaimer. Writing on a phone, so formatting, also English is not my native language. So at the end, he signs his name. I won't say his name. We know who it is. And he is from Denmark. So yes, English is not his first one, but we met him on Steve the Bartender's Facebook group. So he's a really great guy. So yeah, just just bear with us because we do read these as is. We do not fix the grammar or the spellings as is. As much as possible. possible. Sometimes it's really hard for me to not do that. Right. Okay, so he goes, I notice your stories are often about deciding who's the asshole. My story doesn't really have an asshole, but more about putting a cocky guy on place or in place as was all was in good fun. Absolutely. This doesn't always have to have an asshole, but, you know, if it was a fun story. Like if it was just a fun, crazy story that everyone had a great time, we want to hear those stories, too. Yes. So. All right. I used to work at a bodega 10 years ago, so details might be blurry as I write from memory. It's a place targeted towards people in early 20s with cheap beer and shots, where all the best stories come from. <laughs> a guy comes up to the bar and tries to play a, and tries to be a bit cocky. He orders the worst shot I can make for him. I quickly assess the guy and know he expects something strong, like a bitter aquavit or, some, aquavit. Aquavit or something with Tabasco. Being the kind bar it was, I had limited options and knew I had to throw some kind of curveball and create something unexpected. I decided to make a shot in which I layered Bailey's and lime cordial. So Basie's making a cement mixer. Yeah. Uh, he looked he looked on with a spectacle grimace on his face and uttered something along the line, if that really was the best I could come up with. He looked on with a skeptical, skeptical grimace on his face and uttered something along the line, if that was really the best I could come up with. I replied to him to give it a go. And if it wasn't a bad shot, then it would be free. I also told him to gargle it around in the mouth before swallowing it. He said, sure, and took the shot. A little science about creation is when you mix a cream base with a citrus, it will curdle, expand, and create, na- and create nasty lumps. So as soon as the guy gargled the shot, the expression on his face changed, and he ran towards the toilet. Ugh. A few minutes later, he came back walking, or a few minutes later, he came walking back came up to me and gave me a high five. Then proceeds to tell me that he had to barf and that he had to ask several bartenders a similar request and never had to succumb before. He then paid for the shot, gave me a nice tip. Being in a country, Denmark, without tipping culture, this is quite unusual. But for some reason, he was pleasantly surprised with being able to make him barf with just one shot. On a closing note, I do not recommend trying this shot on your own. (laughs) So yes, I think if you're... In a tight situation, kind of like Steve, where he had those lacrosse guys say, yeah. hurt me. Steve was out for another <laughs> mission, you know, and I get why the cement mixer, that's what it's called, is definitely one where you. Is that actually what a cement mixer is? I thought a cement mixer had uh, tequila in it. Mm-mm. A cement mixer is, he put the two together, so he must have layered it because uh-huh. I guess since it was a cordial. But here in the United States, it's a shot of Bailey's with a shot of lime juice, and you do it boom, boom, back uh, to back. But since he's layered, since that sugar, he's able to probably layer it, and then. Right, I'm thinking know. of a car bomb. Irish car bomb. It's, it's Jameson. It's a car bomb. 
we don't call it an Irish car bomb anymore. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's James or that's Bailey. Jameson, or, Bailey's, and Guinness. Guinness, yeah. So, yes. Well, good job. I mean, like, yeah, there's definitely not an asshole because the guy asked for it and you gave it to him and you won the award. <laughs> Man, who. <laughs> I have the same thought that I had with Steve's story, and that is, why why do people inflict that kind of pain upon themselves? I don't know. I think the only time I've ever done that was, this is going to seem really weird, but on my 21st birthday, I was drinking alone. Because all my friends weren't 21 yet. Right. I would, I'm the, like the oldest, <laughs> the oldest of all. Your friend group. Friend group. And so I was in Iowa City. And I remember I asked the bartender, I go, it's my 21st birthday, and give me whatever you think's the best. The motherfucker gave me a three wise men. Ugh. And one of the wise men was out, so he he did it with like black velvet instead uh-huh. or something. And oh my God, I almost puked instantaneously. Yeah. Four horsemen, man. Yeah. I ordered a lot of, well, no, because there's one more in it. Well, I understand <laughs> that, but it still does the same. Yeah. Like, Oof. Yeah. Oof. But. Awesome. Well, no, great story. Like, um, you know, I, uh, okay, so I've actually never really had people come and say hurt me before. Right. Or like, give me the worst thing you have. And, and for myself, mm-hmm. like I can see ordering like something like that for a friend that you want to play a prank on. Right. Like the, your friend with who bought you the snowshoes. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, you met him. Who's that? Mark. Remember the guy that you you met at the hotel, and then you him and his girlfriend came back over to the house, and I came back over afterwards, and they were like shit housed. Oh, it was that asshole <laughs> that bought us the snowshoe. So that's that's that that's you met the guy that gave me the snowshoe. So anyway, sorry, that's us rambling and reminiscing. But yeah, I don't know. But again, I guess because I work more at classier places, right? Like maybe yeah. Um, you know, like Steve worked at a speed bar. This guy worked at a dive speed bar kind right. of place. You know, so maybe that's where people want to get hurt. I mean, hurt people, hurt people. I guess <laughs> maybe maybe we should do that one of these days. Maybe we just go out and absolutely say, not and say absolutely hurt me, not. but just I don't refuse. Get- <laughs> I, I refuse. I refuse to eat any, or I refuse to. Wait, at that point, it is eating something that's going to curdle in my mouth. Well, I will just absolutely say this, the not. stipulation is: don't give us. You know, a cement mixer or anything that curdles. Oh. But yeah, no. Thank you so much, Comprehensive Science 69. We appreciate it and we appreciate you enjoying our podcast and YouTube channel. Yes. And if you ever have another story, definitely submit it. Okay, so okay, so rating the story. You know, actually I'll give it a two point two because the guy asked for it. You he and he was basically talking mad shit, saying you know you you know no one else has been able to do this, and you do it. No, no, he wasn't talking mad shit because well, he was he was he was doing the opposite. He was complimenting him for actually coming up with. Something. No, I'm saying before the shot. It seemed like. It, no, he said after he had I, to throw. Yeah, up. I, un- I understand oh. that, but you're not letting me finish my thought. Huh. <laughs> no, okay, maybe that may not talk mad shit, but he was just saying no one else has been able to. To take care of this and so he took care of him and made him throw up and gave him a high five and tip so but i think you're confusing the the time in which he said that because he ordered the drink asked for him to hurt him and then uh, it wasn't until after he threw up oh you're right, that you're he's, right yeah you're right, you're i know right. <laughs> it's it's on record right now <laughs> well the editor could leave it out <laughs> editor i mean me i know <laughs> 
I'm just making sure the listener knows. So anyways, yeah. But no, I mean, you know, it's good. Yeah, there is no asshole in this in this scenario at all because... Well, the asshole is whoever hurt the guy that makes him order shots like this. <laughs> Who hurt you? Where's your friends at? <laughs> Why are you drinking by yourself? Why is this a thing for you? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, maybe Denmark is so nice to him. He just wanted to experience a little bit of pain, right? Like maybe it's so awesome living in Denmark. <laughs> he's just sick of that. How amazing it is. You got to You got to go through pain to know what good, or you have to go through the bad to know what good is. Right. <laughs> know what you got. That's horrific. Um, I have seen somebody who took a shot and then immediately had to vomit. And that is hilarious. And I love it every time. Right. So I'm going to go 2.8 just because that reaction is always worth it. Right. That's true. <laughs> it is always worth it. As long as they don't puke like on the bar or something like that. Or on right. The floor. He made it to the bathroom, which is the two, which is where, which is where the higher rating comes in. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. And like I said earlier, submit a story, follow the link in whatever podcast platform. And we love to discuss and have fun with your story. Yes. And now, Miss Shay, Ms. Shay, you have a story for us? I do. Okay. So I have a story, and then I have, if we want it, I can read the, the edit, which has follow-up questions and responses. Depends on how you're feeling. Um, so this is from the Malicious Compliance subreddit. From Just Buckingham four years ago. Okay. It's called Refuse to be Served by a Woman Bartender and Ask for Her Manager. Allow me to introduce you to her. I already know how this story is going <laughs> to end. Not really, but. Um, this was originally posted in the Pro Revenge subreddit, but it was told, but the OP was told it was a better fit here. A bit of a backstory. I worked at a pub on and off for about three years, not full time, but rather on a zero hours contract. Basically, I picked up shifts whenever I was back from uni and mm. paid per shift. They had a decent turnover of back of the house staff. So as someone who knew pretty much everything in there, I would generally be the person to fix issues whenever a new member of staff had a problem. I'm on a barbecue shift, which means I'm running food outside. There's also a bar out there. Which was taken care of by a female coworker, we'll say FC. And every time and every now and then the manager would check up and make sure everything was all right. We had three managers on at the time and they generally helped out wherever was needed. Nobody was afraid to get their hands dirty. It was a quiet night, so we were basically chilling out there, serving the occasional burger or drink. Well, I go in to help out on glasses since as always it was backed up. And when I came back out, this guy was basically standing angrily by the bar fc is visibly upset not crying or anything but clearly not having a good time and as i walk up this guy sees my apron and puts his hands on his hips finally get me your manager i want this girl gone he says or words to that extent now i'm understandably doubtful she's done anything that bad especially since she's relatively new so before anything, I bring FC around the back and ask her, turns out she's messed up this guy's pint and he's gone off about how women can't pour beer and that she shouldn't even be there. It was a man's job, etc., etc. I told her I'd sort it out. Leave him with me and you continue to watch the bar in the meanwhile. Now, I wasn't going to let this go unpunished. So here's where the compliance comes in. 
Remember, there are three managers on at the time. Two on the floor currently, both men, and both perfectly capable of sorting this out. But the third was female. We'll call her Kate. <laughs> now, Kate was the most senior manager on, hence why she was in the office sorting out admin emails, etc. And she took absolutely no shit whatsoever. For reference, when she finally left the pub, it was to go work as a prison officer. <laughs> <laughs> She was a damn good manager for getting things done, but she definitely was not afraid to stamp her authority if need be. In short, not someone you want to be on the wrong end of. You can guess which manager I went to. <laughs> <laughs> she was at first annoyed I was trying to drag her all the way outside, but when I explained fully, she just stopped typing, stood up, and told me to lead the way, which I did, smiling all the way because I knew exactly what was coming next. Trumpets blaring. Yeah. <laughs> I led her down. I've, this is like one of those scenes from the movies where it's like the badass woman in pumps. And you, all you hear is her, her heels clicking. Right. <laughs> I lead her down as the guy sees us approaching. His face just falls off a cliff. I have never seen anyone go from angry to oh shit that quickly ever since. It was just glorious. Kate is, of course, very polite, but makes a point of introducing herself as the head manager of the pub. Not strictly true, but got the job done. He stutters about trying to have his pint mess. He stutters about having his pint messed up, and she tells him he can have another one on the house. Then she proceeds to go behind the bar and pour it herself before handing it to him. I can feel how badly he wants to complain about it from across the bar, but eventually he takes his drink and walks off without another word. Kate just gives me a look and a little smile before walking back to the office. Yes, it probably would have been more efficient to do literally anything else to resolve the whole thing. In fact, I probably could have just calmed to drink myself and, and he wouldn't have gotten pissed off. But the end result was worth it. Edit. Wow, this blew up a lot more than I expected. I'll try to answer a few questions in the comments. It's a beer, dude. Like. Right. That Like, and that's, that's the thing with sexist people. It's like. It's just a beer. It's not the end of the world, but you're mad that a woman did something for you. Right. So this is probably in the UK. Yeah. You know, because they're calling it pub they're, and it's a, a proper import. Uni. Uni and yep. pint. Like, you know, we don't call, I mean, we drink pints here in the United States. But, but we it don't, could also be Canada or literally any country that the UK sh- colonized, which is literally everywhere. Right. But I'm just taking a guess here. And, and that has <laughs> nothing to do with the story at all. I'm just, I'm just randomly guessing. Right. But it's also like it's the whole they messed up pouring a pint. Right. People in the United States, they do not call. They don't, you know, they they don't really say shit like that. You know, they, you know, like there's, you just pour the beer and you get it and call it a day. Because most people in the United States actually hate it when there's a head on their beer because they don't understand how beer is served unless right. you're like a craft beer drinker, you know, whatever. So anyways, so that means what kind of pint did he order? How did she mess it up? Like, it's uh, just... that's, that's one of the questions he answers. Okay. Um, how did she mess up the pint? I don't know for certain, but I'm like 80% certain she had sure. She had too much head outside. Right. The bar has a limited selection of beers and cider, strangely enough. So not Britain because they have a lot of ciders on tap, mm. um, on tap, but you have to roll the kegs down to where you're, there yourself and get whatever manager is doing them to change them over. Depending on who rolls them, they can be pretty lively, especially if the keg is full or almost empty. Interesting. So yeah, okay. So too much head, whatever. Like, I mean, because that head will turn back into fucking beer. It's how it's it's how it works, right? Like you just <laughs> let it sit there for like eight minutes or whatever, right? It's in three minutes sometimes. I guess obviously different beers. De- yeah, it depends. Whatever breakdown, not breakdown, but you know whatever. But that's less volume because there's more air in it now. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I hate when people do that. Like, I obviously will never experience any backlash or um, or negativity because of who I am making drinks. I am a white male. <laughs> you, are, you are the definition of the Aryan race down to your your German surnames. Yes, and my blue eyes and used to be blonde hair. That's the definition of the Aryan race. I'm just making sure other people understand. Because <laughs> there's, there's probably listeners just like me who are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and so I can't say, oh, man, that's, you know, I can't really, I can't, you know, and I have to, you know, I work with Two fem- three female bartenders, one who is black, and I work with a black bartender. Uh-huh. And I, as far as I've known, in the year that I've worked with all of them, they have never been willingly discriminated like that, that I'm right. aware of, you know. That you're aware of. That I'm aware right. of. And, you know, and it's so it's like I've never seen it, never had to deal with it. But it's just like... I don't know why you just don't think anyone can just do a job, you know, like right. yeah, we all make mistakes. I've been doing this for 12 years. And I still fuck you up. You still oh. suck at pouring beer sometimes. <laughs> Our beer system sucks at the hotel. It is not, it is not maintained very well at all. So right. <laughs> get off my back. And, uh, Come in and watch you pour a beer with a head that's three inches thick. <laughs> I do not get out of here anyways. Um, but it's just, he's just trying to find a free uh, the loophole of like just bitching the bitch to get free shit. I don't think so. Like, I mean, because I have experienced people who want to do that, but then mm-hmm. also like, if that was the case, he would have just been happy with her pouring him another beer. Right. Or like he, you know, he wouldn't have been like, get me your manager. He would, he would have just accepted another beer and he would have drank the first beer first. Maybe he didn't think he was going to get a free beer if he just asked the bartender for another pour. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he just thought that was the way to get it. And yeah, I, don't, no. I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, obviously, like I said, I have one kind of view on this in my own thoughts. But, like, I just, yeah, I've never went somewhere like. And he wouldn't have been visibly pissed when the when the female manager came out. Right. She probably carries herself so well, you know, like shoulders back yeah, out, you know, I, I head think of, up. I think of Lucy Liu in, um. When she's playing the dominatrix in uh, Charlie's Angel. Okay. Charlie's Angels. Never seen him, but sure. What? <laughs> Don't even what me it's all not, the movies. It's not great cinema by any stretch, but like. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fucked up that people still think. That. I mean, yeah, this is four years ago, but I mean, that shit's going to happen still. for us. It's I'm not justifying <laughs> that was four years ago. I'm just saying, I was about to say, like, it's still going to happen in today's society right. and different cultures. First of all, go down this guy for situational awareness and knowing that he could have taken the easy way out, but going right, going for broke and actually just like doing the most to piss this guy mm-hmm. off. I'm here for that. <laughs> yep. And also good on the manager that he went to for. I can just see it. She just stopped typing, stood up and said, let's go. Yep. <laughs> like, I love that. Yep, exactly. You know, and any chance you can any chance to put a bigot in their place. I am here for it. And there's a reason why she's the head manager. And like, you know, well, there she obs- wasn't the head manager. But the, <laughs> I was about to say, there are times where you just say that shit because like there are times when people ask for a manager in the middle of the week at the hotel and there's no theory, no manager on duty. It's mm-hmm. me, the front desk people. And, and if it's late at night, there's like, there's only like four employees in the hotel. Right. 
So it's like, nope, you can't talk to one. They get mad at me. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. There's no one literally here. Do you want? Do you want a phone number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, here's you, an email. Like, yeah, I can give you like, an email. Like, we don't have a manager on duty 24 fucking seven. Right. You can't afford that shit. Right. But it doesn't need one because like we are allowed to handle shit. And somebody's like, I'm in charge. That's what you say. You know, right. like, whatever. Who gives a fuck what your actual title is because we're all going to handle it the same way. Right. So on what do you on a rating story of that? I'm going to give it a two five. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a 2.8 okay. because it's a, it's a little higher than average because the male that went back there to try to figure out things out then went to go get the other, like you like you said, he figured it out to like, you know, let's fuck with this guest even more by let me get my head manager right. in charge and who's also a female and fuck this because he's also looking out for his, he's looking out for his coworker, right? Because like if he just handled it, that guest is going to like still kind of like feel like he has power. Right? right. But if he goes and gets that female manager, that female bartender now probably has more, more maybe confidence and more just like he has my back and she has my back type right. atmosphere. And when you get more that they have my back, you're more willing to stand up to people and not just take their bullshit. Right. Well, and I mean, putting a sexist person in their place is always a good idea. Right. So, um, so you said 2.8. Yep. I think I'm going to go, is this an uncommon occurrence? No. Did the guy handle it stellarly? Yes. But is it something that's like, I feel like that's something anybody who has any type of like situational awareness and sensitivity to bigotry would do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 2.3. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, I'm going to, it's it's a, it's a round of applause, standing ovation 2.3 for me. Right. You're the you're the kid that graduated high school with a C minus, and when they called your fucking name, your family's still like, "Yeah, <laughs> he graduated, he graduated." We <laughs> have that same thing going on here the next month or two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we have? Any other like edits, or was that? Oh, I mean, there were a few, but nothing, nothing stellar. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. There was an easy on the rails podcast, yes. like our unlike our other episodes for the past couple of times. I mean, when we have a guest, it's a lot easier to stay on track, or it's a lot easier go to the go off the rails. But also, we this these this is our first drink of the day. Yeah, look at so. us go, look <laughs> at us go. So it's a lot easier to stay on the rails when we're still sober. <laughs> if you want to support our off the rails habits or even on the rails habits, we do have a Patreon for three dollars a month. We interview our guests. We call last call. We talk about their personal lives, figure out why they're bartenders, what they're doing, and other aspects of their lives. It's some fun. Again, just three bucks a month if you want to go check it out. Links in the description. Also, I think, not I think. Also, we have all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of it. Uh, You can Find us on there. And then also, if you want to support the channel, share this podcast with a friend. Tell them that you love us to death. (laughs) And don't forget, don't be a dick. Tip your bartender and drink responsibly.